0: Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 166. I have a very, very, super, very uh, special guest. Uh, My boy, EZON, from Be real TV, host of High and Hungry TV. He's a stand-up comedian. He has an album out called Under Pressure, and he's a co-host he does with Be real called Dr. Green Thumb Podcast. EZON, what's up, dude? What
1: up, man? Uh, what up, Mega Man? It's been a long time since we've talked about, uh, I guess, making this happen. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I finally come around to it, especially now, man. Corona is in town and it's not leaving. So, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to play catch up with so with mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. And, my, you know, first off, thank you for having me. Second off, uh, congrats on your progression um, in regards to... Uh, your consistency and everything, uh, you know, everything you do uh, for your podcast, getting mm-hmm. guests being ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn, you got some hustle game, bro. So, I'm, you know, and I mean, you, the, I, there's very few times where I get greeted the right way, man. Like, not the right, like, you know, everybody has, tries to have a little, a little, uh, little weed here and there. just But, like, weed's so accessible now. Now I'm like, okay, bro, hit me with a flavor that I like. You know what I'm saying? but yeah. like, <laughs> You came through, and I, like, a lot of people don't know because they see me smoking most of the time. I enjoy drinking beer. Yeah. I like drinking beer, and that's the reason. I mean, I usually fucking get up every morning to go do my crazy hikes. Because I like drinking beer, <laughs> like you know, I, I want to be able to fucking drink. bro.
0: But... <laughs> then that's the thing where these all these hazy beers and everything, freaking Mo from Craft Beer Kings, always making Mega Man fat. And you, you got to sweat all that shit off, dude. They go hiking. You
1: yeah, you have to, man. I, um, I mean, you know a bit more about beers than me. Um, mm-hmm. What's which one's the most hazy's Are the higher calorie ones, huh? Hazy's making the fattest. That's
0: the fattest, yeah. Really, mm-hmm. fucking
1: Mo, dude.
0: Yeah, makes me. <laughs> yeah, hazy's are always, but. It just really depends. I, I would have thought it would have been a stout. Nah, it's, it's the hazies and you get bloated. Like, I, I was skinny and now I just gave my, you know, all these beers. It's, there's so many craft beers. There's so many hazies. It's like, fuck, dude. I can't. I, I just, it's too much.
1: I know. It's, it's, it's starting to, it, don't, it,
0: it almost turned
1: into like what the weed gang kind of has done. You know, with their weed, with the... Weed selection, like, before you go into a weed shop, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, hey, where are your OGs? You're like, hey, we got these three OGs. Hey, where are this and that? They got these four mm-hmm. sativas. And that's it. Now they're taking the same shit. I mean, because, like, how many, how many times are you going to redo the Hazy IPA?
0: I don't know, but there's so many hazies. It's like, well, everyone's making hazies. I, and mean, I
1: appreciate every single one, but, like, how different are they?
0: If, you had, if, I, if I,
1: we had to keep it 1000
0: God, there's a there's a lot, you know, it just really depends. I tried a hazy's and it tastes like uh I don't know, like an eggnog. Really? It's over here at Ambitious Ale's in Long Beach. Like an eggnog? It tastes like eggnog you get for Christmas. You drink that eggnog. Damn.
1: I just bought this uh the I just bought this milkshake IPA. Which will brewery. Ah fuck, I don't
0: I, Those can make you more fat. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know I, I what is it? Um it's uh
1: it's it's the one that has like this peach on it. I don't know like I forget the name but it, I don't know the difference. Like every time I see IPH I'm like, oh they have milkshake, hazy, foggy. What do you
0: know? What's the deal? I don't know. I know the one uh, Mo Moe did, I think the collaboration with Beer Zombie, that that cream, that strawberry cream one mm. that's already gonna come out. It's fucking fire. Dude. Yeah, you haven't already? Um oh, I have I had well the black cat, not the not the strawberry cream yeah. one. Uh, Long Beach. There's a whole bunch. Just uh, they started making uh, beer cream. I you know beers. Yeah. Uh, orange cream beer, strawberry cream beer, and Mo came over there and just hey, you know what? I'm gonna take everything. I'm gonna go sell it to Cracker Kings. Yeah. So they're just there's there's so many beers like it's like here it's like here i always tell mo a beer zombie here take my fucking money dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: i mean that's it's the same it's the same thing i i end up going there every time i do go out there Mm -hmm. um i you know i i always i always grab a basket or two and i just fill it up with my crazy stuff but i i try to like i end up accumulating it because i really just try to stick to drinking on the weekends because i mean the first month of like after this corona shit hit bro I was getting fucked up every day, bro. Really? Not like fucked up, but I was like, oh, I was like, this shit's going to be over next month. Let's just party. So I was fucking partying, bro. Like, I was looking for any excuse. I was like, man, a whole week, we could just party. You know, I was like, so what if the comedy store is not open? I can still party at home. I was like, beers, fucking, you know, a bump here and there, smoke weed, and then bam, like... After the whole month, I was, like, I, I was like, what the fuck? This shit's not going away. All right, dude, we got to work around this and, like, you know, stop dur- during this uh, Downworld Spiral party. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, let's, let's get into that. Um, I, know, I know it's been a long time. The last time I seen you was at the comedy store, uh, chilling with the homies. They had their show over there. Then I seen you at Harvell's with Martine. Now with the comedy, no one's doing comedy. A lot of these comedians who were performing at the comedy store, like Joe Rogan and other people, are moving to Texas.
1: Yeah, they or they're or they're, uh, they're leaving. You know, here's the thing, man, and here's what I think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's so expensive to live in L.A. When you don't have any consistent money coming around or the one thing that you love doing is mm-hmm. no longer available, You and that's really what your life, not revolved around, but what, where your passion was at and mm-hmm. what, what, what really made you have that drive, and that's no longer there. A lot of people really can't afford to uh, even live it, – because it's not a lifestyle – to just live a regular life out of here, but it kind of seems like you kind of have to do it in a in a lifestyle way where it's like you have to have that three, four hustles to just get by, and that's just L.A., and it's expensive. Shit. It's expensive as fuck to live out here. It's expensive to live in California, period. I mean, unless you don't mind living in San Bernardino, but, you know... It's hot out there. I mean, it, not only is it hot, man, it's like meth out there, bro. <laughs> like, this shit... Shit fucks up everything. That's that San Bernardino and the IE is like one of the only places where like you'll you'll find a very you'll find every every other house you'll find an air conditioner unit taken apart. Are you serious, <laughs> bro? Because this is so many fucking you know a, a lot of baseheads, bro.
0: Fuck, man. It's not
1: like so bad in all those areas, but you know I I've, I've got I've been around, bro. I mean you, I used to do those weed sessions vending in a lot of those places and mm-hmm. yeah, just all that, man. I mean, now that it's not But in regards to people moving I've thought about moving I I would go to Oregon Portland Oh, wow Yeah, that's the one thing You got a thriving economy Like this Me? I would look for a couple things Thriving economy I know when I'm like 40 years old like I can still get it with like a twenty five year old, you know what I'm saying. So I, I want to look at it where the singles are at, you know what I'm
0: saying. And, and also the <laughs> over there in Washington, it's legal to for marijuana and all that stuff. Yeah. It? What so about Oregon too? Yeah. Oregon too?
1: Yeah, Oregon too. So Oregon would be legal. I would look for the states that got like the most like thriving, hustler, hustle or what is it, hustling women and you know singles and shit. Yeah. I've been looking for all the right research, <laughs> like because that's different. I'm 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 thirty and I have no kids. Uh huh. Like I got no kids. Um, I got four kids You know, my dogs and shit But like, that's different, man It's I I don't know Like, compared to a lot of my friends That I grew up with I'm living a different lifestyle, man it's, Yeah To do the shit that I'm doing They're like, what the fuck are you doing, man?
0: You're, man? Yeah, you're just You're everywhere You're everywhere on B-Rail You're just When I heard you On the Yo-Yo-Yo podcast With Martina Hooder, shout out to them the, the, st- the lifestyle The hunger The termination It's like, man You're like it's like, you're, you're, it's almost like you're living the American dream. You just like, get out there and go fucking get it.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm thank you, man. Um, I, I'm trying, man. It's, uh, I ended up there off of an internship, man. Like, um, like anything else, man. Um, I was looking for a job out of college. My, my, uh, after I graduated from Cal State Northridge, mm-hmm. I got a BA in communications and I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. I was working for Young and Reckless before that. Mm-hmm and that didn't work out, so I freelanced for a year, and I took a non-paid internship there, when I should have been looking for a job, when I should have been really looking for a job to, to be stable and live up to that fucking thing, like, oh shit, I graduated from college, but I took a non-paid internship, working at b Real TV, doing anything from writing to doing soundboards and all that bullshit, and... It was cool. It was a dope learning experience. But, like, I wanted to do something that I could do some shit that I could pursue with my communications degree. And I knew that, like, I heard you could do radio Mm -hmm. or something like that. So, I'm like... But I didn't want to be that motherfucker who was like, yo, I have a communications degree. Put me on the show. So, I just, like, thugged it out for, like... I want to say a good year. Yeah, good. No, a good, like... A good eight months before b I had to leave out of two... Like... Go out on, on tour, you mm-hmm. know, like world yeah, tour yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was going to be gone for months. And he needed people to cover the show. And one day he just said, hey, man, um, why don't you tell me you have a communications degree? I got a chance to look at your Instagram. Oh, like, he told you that? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Like, he he told me that. And, I, and in my head, I was like, man, motherfucker, took you eight months to look, <laughs> <laughs> to
0: look at my Instagram.
1: Like, I've been here eight months, bro. <laughs> and uh, he, he was like, I see you got, like, people that really, like... Fuck with what you got going, and at that time I was really focused on doing music. So you know he, you know he's always been supportive of everything, and uh, ever since then he brought me on, and I've seen that show go through different transformations. And right now we're focused on more of like the podcast version. Yeah, I noticed that, and uh, it's because it always was meant to be a podcast, but we always had that live stream presence. Yeah, you know, like we always had that availability of like, oh hey, uh, look at us live, mm-hmm. and. Now we're focusing more on different topics, and it's like, it's not your regular type of interview either, because, like, we're out there talking about just whatever the fuck you want. Like, people would think that B-rolls I are going there and talk to you, be like, top 10 hip-hop, nah. Like, it's like, nah, bro, it's him, you know, and his crazy stories, then it's me, and some of the, I say some stupid shit sometimes, but, like, I have no filter, bro. I just, Like, I have no filter in the sense where, like, my imagination goes really, like... The same way Reading Rainbow had that intro and the Magic School Bus, that's how my brain works, bro. Mm-hmm. That's where my brand's like high and hungry and these ideas of like, oh, look at that smoking cheeseburger or like fucking a, a donut smoking a blunt. I have that imagination because I've always been a, a big believer in... Um, I would say... Conserving... Let me see. I can I say this? Keeping and cherishing that like inner... Uh, Imagination Gene in your brain Bro because People don't Like that shit Does a lot for creativity That shit Does you know Does a lot for You know Developing your perspective On things And people let A lot of their creativity Die mm. And they forget That creativity Is that little fucking That little pinch of salt That fucking salt Base does on the steak bro <laughs> Like that's creativity In your brain Like you might think A very basic ass idea But you know, it's like if I open up a lemonade stand, sure that could be done all, always, but like because I have that thing still in my fucking brain, and I and I and I see how beautiful creativity and having an imagination is. I fucking know how to make my shit different, even though it's something generic that everybody has.
0: I think that's pretty hard to come up with new ideas and new and be more creative. is like you know, how did how did that all come into play? Like, will would you, would you learn like that from your mom and dad or? You know, no, nah, man, I mean, they, yeah, they. my parents
1: raised me right, man, but they were focused mostly on working, man, so, like, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm a very well-mannered individual when it comes time to, like, act, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you know, like, act respectful and all that shit, you know, so I know, so being comportado, you know what I mean, like, I know how to fucking handle my shit, but I've always was that individual that I always had, like, a crazy imagination when I was a kid, dude, like, when... I used to fucking have a bunch of action figures, and I used to be that kid that would play with the fucking toys. And there'd be voices, there'd be shit. Like, you know, like, in my head, there was a fucking movie going on. You know what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> like, in my head, I'm, like, fucking picturing these, playing with my toys. So I've always had that imagination. And, like, I remember, like, when as I got older, like, you know, Latino parents will always tell you some shit, like, oh, swing has muy grande, and they always want you to be some shit that's, like, like, a, like, something that they think is successful, like a doctor and all shit, so they don't see you making a living out of that shit, you know? So, like, yeah. or anything, creativity. So, I wonder, I've i always, like, drawing when I was younger. I, like, it to this day, when I'm very stressed out, I fucking color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking eat a little mushroom or two and I'm fucking <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Like So, like, just creative shit, man. And it's, like, I always felt that I always had these certain things in my life that always made me, that always fed that, you know? I never... I read comic books till I was like in high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like okay. A lot of people don't know that shit because I never... I wasn't taking my comics to school. I wasn't going to be like, hey, look at this nerd over here. No, this is <laughs> to anybody but like, hey, man... You know, I was like I wasn't about to be this big nerd Superman, <laughs>
0: Superman dies on this on
1: this article Not a number whatsoever <laughs> But I was, I was more of a uh, Marvel uh, Amazing Spider-Man That was my shit
0: Oh, man yeah. But that's like, man It's like A lot thing. of people don't know that about
1: me, bro mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know That I really was into comics When I was younger That's And collecting art, too I took a lot of art classes That kept my shit When I was in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade I took art classes Throughout all those years I was the shittiest person in art, bro <laughs> I thought so But, like, I loved it and because I couldn't do it, I always fucking appreciated other art. I went to museums, and I have a Mino art collection, bro. Fuck. Yeah, like of local artists that some of them they've blown up, and like they've asked to buy their pieces back, but I'm like, nah, fam.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you follow Beer Zombie? Yeah.
1: He I, he's an artist too. Yeah, I, I was looking into that, and I was like, because they it said another one I did on some on some caption, and I was like the fuck? I was like, what do you mean you did the artwork this time? Yeah, he does art. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy, man. A lot of people I don't I don't know why 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 people that have that skill, a majority of them before, I guess maybe in my era, they were very insecure about it. They were not open about like fucking, "Oh, look at the, check out my art." But I do understand now the more and more the years the people the, uh, the more older I get, I do understand that the brain is very um you, you self-critique yourself a lot, man. Mhm. So, especially as an artist, like, I remember me in art class, I'm like, man, my shit is shit compared to that, you know? So, like, I imagine these people, they probably think that dope-ass thing is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not up to par. But, you know, somebody like me might be like, dude, that shit is
0: awesome. It's like, for example, let's say you had an art and you framed it. It's like that art, that picture you did is like a thousand words. What was Izon when he painted, what was that picture about? What was he thinking? What was he going through?
1: I've always been very. It's always been very chill shit. I don't try. To, I don't try to like do things when I have a lot of emotions on me, like,
0: because
1: mm. I don't want to paint an angry picture. Because then I have to deal with it for the rest of my life. That's like, true. Yeah. I bought. I bought angry pieces of art, like, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and I'm just like, damn, man. I'm, like the homie must have been like going through it, like his girlfriend broke up with him or something, you know? And like you see that art, that shit, <sighs> reflect in the art. And I've made music. With my emotions mixed up because I consider like that as is a form of art and like when I've like when I've done I guess if I were to put myself in my point of view what would it be it'd be something chill man it wouldn't be like I would I would like to get down with painting some some scenic shit like you know like so, some some dope ass fucking Yosemite thing but I but but I'll paint some of my like a splash of me in the middle so I'll be like hey man put paint like. Let me paint this fucking grizzly bear getting high in the middle of these fucking sequoias, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like, the sequoias will still look beautiful. They'll be like, look at that fucking bear getting high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When
0: you look at art, when you go to, uh, when you look at all these canned designs, you're like, man. That got
1: me into it, bro. That That really? was the big thing that drew me back, and drew me into it. And then that and going to help develop b uh, collaboration with Sweetwater Brewery in Atlanta. Look, I'm thankful I got to do that in the beginning of this year, January. I was up on a, two days after the New Year. I was in the plane going to Atlanta, bro. I was like, "All right, I gotta taste beer off the line." Yeah, that shit's tight, dog. dude. It, it it beer tastes sweeter always off the line because it doesn't. The shit doesn't have beer has sugar, whether people want to admit it or not. A lot of them do have does have sugar, and when it tastes off the line, it's. It, it just tastes sweeter, bro. I, I, that's what I thought. I was like, "Damn." When
0: well, you get like a full glass or just a little. Now, split the can,
1: it. as soon as they got fucking, sh- in the can, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, fuck!" Yeah. It was cold too, though.
0: Perfect, yeah. dude. It was refreshing because you feel it when you drink a beer When you drink it, you feel that refreshing right here in your throat, right here. Like it's so fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's not bad. Well, to me, I always get picky with with beer cans. I was like, I like the beer label, but how's the beer taste?
1: Yeah, no, no, I I, I have been disappointed. Like oh. mostly the 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 biggest uh, deceiving labels to me, and this is not dissing anybody, but um, uh, fucking all the sour beers, bro. Ooh. They have some sick ass drawings, right? And but then I'm like, I open the can, I'm like,
0: oh man, it's it's a different taste, yeah. and, and you know it's a different. Sour product. beers
1: need to have this little like see through compartment in the can that lets them see because like you got some tards out there. They fucking don't know the difference between fucking smoothies and all this shit. So somebody might be like, "Let me buy this be- uh, was it Besson Wiser, or whatever, or, or what's what's that sour sour Weisner fucking st- style beer? It's a certain kind of pronu- pronunciation. I can't pronounce it, but and then you have the smoothie beer, smoothie sours, and then you have the fucking the, the sour owls. So yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like sour should have this little window in the can.
0: Yeah, there's different types of sours. I tried with Mo. He gave me a sour from a Wild Barrels. It's like a guava. It was really, really good. Yeah. No, that, no, Yeah, I've had no, no,
1: that one. That was, was good. That's, yeah.
0: that's fire, man. Hey, so I want to talk more about, because I've seen you, you're doing so much podcasts. And uh, well, you, know, you did George Perez. You did Martins, you know, and all that. Um, for a lot of podcasters, uh, podcasters you know, who are going to be listening, do you have any advice for them like, when they start off? Because, you know, some people do it this way, or you just, you just go with the flow.
1: Okay, so first off, the, long, the 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 road by yourself is a lot harder. If you don't have the work ethic and discipline to fucking do that shit without trying to get help from a team, um, honestly, I would say it's it, that's the hardest thing ever. It's the hardest thing ever to do that shit by yourself, mm-hmm. you know. But it's so self rewarding. Um, the other thing, if the other piece of advice I can give you, if you're willing to work with a team. You got to be understanding of a lot of people, man. Because, like, there might, especially me, I'm very short-tempered. There might be. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah, like, it takes a lot to fucking, you know, light that fuse. But, you know, mm-hmm. believe me, I do everything to avoid it. But when I get mad, I get mad. Also. Is
0: it? Do you, have you ever done an episode where, not uh, even I didn't have to mention a podcast, but this this person didn't understand you, he didn't do his homework, and he just being was a like, smart-ass, sarcastic to you, and you're like, man, fuck this shit. Oh,
1: yeah, I cut those short. Oh, really? Yeah, I cut them short. I'll be like, hey, you know what, the fucking computer fucked up really there's been t- bro and it's mostly it's mo- the most of the times i've ever had that thought it's been it's been like all these like new age rappers that really don't have that idea of what respect is in mm-hmm. a sense that they feel like oh it's like man you thought madonna thought the world revolved around here nah man my my little whatever my name is little this little that mm-hmm. uh, is way more like they have this fucking super ego yeah but that's the reason I don't really try to have no much no more guests. I try to make my interview my interviews and my podcast about me, and about my crew and about you know knowing us and the shit we like because that's a lot of people relate more to that. And the second piece of advice that I could say is um, if you're willing to work with a team and you're willing to to um, you know to to make to to make that adjustment. Always pick up your slack, man. Don't, you know, pick up your slack and don't let nobody walk all over you. You know what I mean? Don't ever sound desperate in this shit, no matter if you're like brand new into it. Don't fucking go into meetings talking about, I, I could use this, this, and that. It's like, nah, man. Always be prideful of your shit, whether you got 10 listeners or 10,000. Believe me, like, mm-hmm. I fucking had my high hungry shit for like four fucking years. I'm barely getting to 10,000. You know what I mean? It's but hard. it's like, I ain't really tripping on it because we got, you know what I mean? There's so many obstacles that, that we got to overcome in regards to. Our content being the way it is because it has weed in it, you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful for what it is, but I'm, I'm, I'm. It makes it all. It makes it way more rewarding knowing that I didn't have to cut my shit and change it to to play ball with some of these people that don't support it just because of
0: what it is. So in a way, you might get people just to use you for your because of your numbers, your gram, and everything, but they don't fully support you and they don't respect you.
1: Yeah, or or they're just there to watch, man. You know what I mean? They're just they're, they're just there to watch, man. A lot of people don't really um don't really um don't really support the independent part of your career.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's but that's but that's the reason like it's very important who you align yourself around, man. Mm-hmm. You got to be around if you got if you're around you know like let me put it to you in this perspective. If you have you have a group of friends that is four your four friends, but you know, one out of those four friends keeps fucking Doubling up Keeps killing it In whatever business He has it every week And as is First week One of your friends Is like That same friend Is like Oh man I sold out Second week Is like I released this And I sold out Those other friends Are watching that And I was like You can't be surrounded Around the people That are gonna take Your wins As a form of like Oh yeah Yeah As a form of like Oh man Like Like you're boasting You're doing this That's like Nah man Like I'm trying to Like help you uplift it You let you know How easy it is If we're four Both four of us Are in the same position Mm -hmm. We got the same hammer and nails. Why is it that, you know, I'm the only one getting wins
0: out here? That's, yeah, that's good. Like, you're, they're going off for the ride. Yeah, they're coming I mean, on. Where each person should like, hey, you know what, I'm doing this. Pick up your slack. Yeah. yeah, man. It's, Dude, like, that totally makes sense. If, if nobody, like,
1: if, you, if you're a photographer and you're just trying to get known for photography and, like, your passion is in cars and you want to photograph cars, your internship might not be the one that we don't smoke the same podcast. Because we're not gonna have the same passion, and everything I tell you to do is gonna fucking seem like work. But if your fucking passion is like, oh man, I want to be like Carson Daly, I want to be like TRL. This is not, I want. Then you might want to come over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people don't understand. People just think that the recipe is so easy. Like, believe me, when you get that first door closed in front of your face, and that first person that you think was gonna be a yes. Tell you no, that shit feels makes you feel some type of way, but it may, it humbles your ass down real quick.
0: Yeah, do, you, do you, with all this stuff. Like, do you have to build with uh? You have thick skin, huh? I know you have a short temper, but you have to you have to build that thick skin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't I'm not like super like I don't get like fucking super um you know angry like I said it's certain things, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of um. You
0: know, I'm
1: passionate
0: about shit. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. But, we say that one more time? Go yeah, go for it. No, say uh, the question. Oh I was gonna say like with you uh well, dude, I don't have even a high I forgot what was I talking about. No, uh you were talking about uh whatchamacall? Fuck man. It's okay, it could be edited. I know it could be edited. <laughs> no, no, I was talking about um you like being passionate and everything, like I guess... Oh, man. I fucking forgot. I fucked up. I was so in a zone. must have been that fucking beer. Yeah, I know. I was at the last sip. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, come back to me. Yeah. But I was going to say... Because um, I know... Oh, this is what I was going to tell you. How do you balance... When you do podcasts, you're doing so much of everything. How do you balance it out with your life? When Because I know you have the like, the High and Hungry, uh, the Dr. Green Thumb, the Be Real TV and stuff. You're just all over the place. And... How do you balance that out to make time for yourself just to relax and chill out?
1: To be honest, man, to, I've been working in entertainment for like going on uh, it's five going on six years, mm-hmm. and me being in front of the camera for the, it's been the last four years. And the hardest thing was finding that time and and making that time to understand that you have to give yourself that break. And I feel that I didn't understand the concept or legitly give myself the breaks until. This Corona shit hit. hmm Because I feel... I would always be chasing the bag, as, you know, per se. Always doing this. I would go from hosting this. Then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I love stand-up comedy now, and I'm doing comedy. I got to do three, three, three mics a night or else I ain't shit. shit. You know what I mean? And then, and then that's after doing this. After doing Dr. Green Thumb podcast, being there for fucking six, and then working out. I do it all. You know, so... Fuck! I would fucking be doing so much, and I found myself just um, pushing myself, but with no disregard, with no regard uh, into like the the the, um, the physical damage it was doing to my body and mentally, the mental damage it was doing to my brain. You know, all those nights, like there was there was nights where we were there at the comedy store, like uh, like for a week and a half. And there was nobody there was, there was only like You know somebody like George Going up And there's like 10 of us And we're just kicking it and we're just like Yo man Like we all could be Getting some rest Like looking at it now And I'm just like Like it took all that And then when Corona Fucking hit That's when I decided That's when I realized How valuable a break was And I had to readjust everything So to mm. me That was like a, It was like a, a reality check In the sense Where it switched things around And was like Okay cool um you got more than enough time to look at all the boats that you got in the water and see which one you want to sail in the most because i can't key i can't make all my fucking things i can't put the same amount of focus onto all my projects so i want to find the one that i'm more passionate most passionate about and i started testing that out and i've been working a lot on my high and hungry i've been looking at different restaurants i've been you know oh, like, restaurants like restaurants to, oh, to, for high to and hungry for my show and um I focused a lot on my merch, man, and a lot of I focused on, on tapping in with a lot of my fan base, and that was the smartest thing I could have ever done because I, throughout all this Corona time, thankfully, I've been getting by because of my brand, like mm-hmm. because of my investment, because of me investing that much time and that much work and sacrificing whatever I had to do, to to, to build something that I, even though at the time I thought it wasn't it wasn't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or I thought there was no results, and then now that I have nothing but time to look at it, I'm like, holy shit! This is how you're paying your bills, motherfucker. This is how you're doing this. Shit. This is how you're doing that. Did, did you do you not see it? Like I got to see it firsthand. So, um, I start my day that the way the way I do it is start my days early and then finish them, finish them early, man. It's like I'm up at six. I'm usually feeling tired around six thirty. But it, I, I, if I have to make arrangements, I do. I do it. I do it. There's ain't shit
0: for you to rearrange it. People always find excuses for it. ain't shit for you to rearrange things. That's that's a that's a lot, man. Because everyone's trying to find a balance. When you're overworking yourself, you don't get it. But when the COVID happened, it's like, dude, I I need I need some time to time to sit down and look at your shit.
1: Yeah, sit down and look at your list. Cut mm-hmm. some shit out. It's
0: mm-hmm. the
1: same way you got to cut expenses out because ain't nobody really getting money like that right now. Shit. Yeah, like fucking. Cut like you know cut shit out of your schedule and see what you re- what's rewarding to you mm-hmm. what's going to work for you and it's a fresh start for
0: everybody I was going to say um I know on your gram like you know you do a you go a lot of hiking and stuff with your dog mm-hmm. now when you go hiking and stuff like that when you look at the view of all of LA you reflect like man you think a lot you know
1: Yeah I do that's that's um, to me it's a, it's a form of meditation man I go hiking because I don't it's not that I don't believe in that you all nothing not that <laughs> It's, I just can't see myself fucking, you know, stretching like that, bro, in a class. Uh-huh. So, you know, the, the term meditation is really, you, you know, if you're really Zen, you can, you know, nothing to say, and I am, but if you're really Zen or you're really about that shit, you can meditate wherever the fuck you go. So to me, I get a certain high off of like, be I used to hate the outdoors when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, because probably we went to camping when I was, and I just wanted to be home. Yeah. But, like, now that I'm older, like, I, I get, like, a different high off of it, bro. Like, I appreciate it. And, I mean, I, I do. It does help that I take a little mushroom every morning. Oh, really? Yeah, I take a, a little mushroom cap. Like, right now, the last month and a half, I've had two ounces of fucking Honduran fucking mushrooms. They're, like, these little, little fucking mushrooms. They're like They're, like, little fucking people. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, little fucking people. And uh, I'll take one of those with my vitamins. And I'll take, like... I don't know, like a breakfast biscuit, they come in like two packs, mm-hmm. and I just fucking go up there with my dog, and mm-hmm. it's just weird, bro, like, I just, appre- I learned to appreciate it, man, I'm, I'm out there in a sauna suit, I'm out there with a fucking firehouse. I didn't know that, sauna suit? Yeah. Fuck! Yeah, that shit, dude, that shit's a bitch, dog. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's like, it's like, you have a, tr- like, you have a fucking, the strongest trash bag on you, bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're out there just sweating it, but, yeah, and I just get to the top, and. It's cool to be, to be, I mean, I'm high on the way over there and I'm getting high on the way over there. So when I go there and I'm on top of the clouds, I'm like, Hey, I'm really high right now. (laughs) You know, it's cool, man. It's a different high. I guess I'm just, I entered that. Third decade in my life, and I just I'm learning to appreciate shit with these next ten
0: years in my life. That's awesome, man. I, that that's the thing I should start fucking doing, going hikes and shit. You gotta try different shit, man. Like I think have about to. It.
1: Every fucking ten years, man, you got a different chance to you grow into a different shell, bro. You're like a hermit crab, mm-hmm. you know. So every ten years, the first ten years, you got the little baby shell. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're you, shaped like a race car. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like you get shaped like your favorite cartoon. Then you go from 10 to 20, then you switch that Hermit crap shell that has sparkles mm-hmm. and fucking Mach <laughs> 5 on it and Transformer stickers on it. Yeah. And you try to get sophisticated, try to figure yourself out. So you start fucking, you know, you go into the other shell, and then when you get to, to your 30s, you're like, hey, man, I don't need this fucking sports car, man. I need to good with shit with the good airbags, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I was going to say, like... um Cause everyone's all telling everyone's gonna, probably gonna say, "Hurry up, Mega Man, get to the weed shit." Uh, what was the, uh, There's different types of weed, cause you know, and everything. And uh, like with me, I started smoking more uh, for a year now. And oh, uh, you're a year I'm, in? Yeah, year okay. in. And I tried a lot of weed and everything. And the one that I like the most that it, it calms me down is indica. That's the one I, I like enjoying the most. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good one too, LCB. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, you should try that one oh, if you yeah, want, that's... dude. Yeah, I try, yeah, try it. Yeah, try okay. it. And uh that's the one um I've been trying a lot and I I, I feel like with Indica, that's the one okay, that indi... comes me that comes
1: indica me the don't, like um, The way you say it, so let me break it down to you. The way you say it is um you're describing indica like somebody would describe an SUV, but even though there's a bunch of different types of SUVs. Okay, quiz me. Okay. I mean okay. no no, teach me I want to so know ind- so indica is, is the same thing. it's like me it's like me saying okay so a sativa would be like a blonde and a mm. beard right?
0: mm okay
1: and then a fucking indica would be like a porter or a stout because it's the higher in alcohol. Gotcha. So indica has higher uh, they usually run with higher THC potency levels. So the OGs and the fucking cookies or something like that mm-hmm. or the gorilla glues will fucking go ahead and be higher and these are strains. So that's like that would be like, you know, the different kinds of beers, like the fucking the, the insane OG Mexican lager and all shit. The only thing is blonde. That would be like, you know, it's a sativa and then I would be like this would be like an OG. So it's the, you know what I mean? It's it's uh it's it's way different. Like indica and sativa is just a way to describe something that falls under that category. So, like, the strains are, are like, different, um, they're, like, different recipes. Mm, okay. So, this is one strain, this is another strain, this is a, it's all brewed differently. This one's brewed to have a certain fucking, uh, a certain uh, percentage of alcohol that's higher, this one is not. So, that's the same way weed is, you know, in a sense. Mm. And then, the cool thing about it with weed is that, based on different strains, you get to find out what flavor you like. Oh. What do you what, what what strand do you find yourself smoking the most? Like, what do you do? You, do, you, do you know what you like?
0: Oh, I mean, I like I like the flavors. Yeah, no, but I
1: mean, like, there's like, if if you like indica's do you like the OG Kush, Gorilla Cookies, or I mean, a Gorilla Glue, or uh, Girl Scout Cookies? I'll, there's different, you know.
0: I have to say, OGs. The,
1: oh yeah, okay. See, see, yeah. Do you you like that fucking feeling of like, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, cool. it just it, when I smoke it, I was like, whoa.
1: Yeah, see that's the thing. If you're if you're really want if you just want to go get straight to the
0: point, because
1: me, I be after I got after I've gotten high so many times, mm-hmm. I start to fuck around and dabble with like different flavors and terpenes and profiles with different with different weeds. Excuse me, with different weeds that you know, like it's it's really more of a like a I'm like a wine taster now with it. So I'm just like, oh, I was like, this smells like. Biscotti, you know, I was like, this smells like the right phenol, like mm-hmm. you know, because there's different cuts and different farmers, so like that's that's like that's kind of like it's like you at the breweries, yeah, you're like, oh, I've had the style from this, I've had the hazy from this, and that, so it's kind of like that. And you're, I, you I, I smoke kind of sorely, but because you like the OGs, that's dope. It's um, you, you definitely like that. fucking... Like you said
0: that, whoa. <laughs> I bet you, like the last time, I w- there was a, uh, George Perez did a show at the Ziggy shop. Yeah. Uh, way out on Beach Boulevard. Yeah. And uh, they gave me a drink, but it was a full cup. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait, did yeah. you drink that whole thing? So, yeah, like, oh, fuck. It's like, what? It's like, you're going to get fucked up. And when I drank it, everything clicked, everything clicked in five minutes. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. When you and used- it felt like someone was massaging my head.
1: Liquids, um, liquids are gonna hit you the fastest because they get absorbed into your
0: bloodstream.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like alcohol. You drink two beers really quick, you're gonna mm-hmm. feel it real quick. Cause
0: I get so in, I, I get so like new, like intrigued when you go to these smoke places and or these parties. I'm like, whoa, and it, it's it's all new to me, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, see, that's that's how I felt um, when I started getting more into the beer world. Mm-hmm. I was like, I found, I went to so many places. I was going to BevMo in the beginning. I was like, oh, BevMo has to have the best of the craft beer. Right? <laughs> you know? like, like, I was like, this this is where I start. I don't need no help, you know? And then, you know, then I found places like Craft beer Kings. Then it's like a mecca. And you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, you get to fuck around. And try. I just never got to experience those events that you probably have been to with the breweries and all this shit the different beers. Cause, uh-huh.
0: But I went to all the weed ones. That's the shit I was doing. How about we switch places? How about I go to the weed ones, you go to the brewery festivals? They, they, <laughs> they, get, they get crazy out there. I bet. And uh, when there's like, there's one called LA, uh, LA Beer Week they have downtown. I think I saw it last year. 500 breweries. And a lot of people go like, okay, I have friends who go there, and they, and they have friends that come all the way and say, and they, they, they're they up the whole night, and say, what do you guys are doing? No, there's there's 500 breweries. We cannot go in there, drink beers, and get fucked up like for an hour and, and go, pass out. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're going to go drink here, we're going to drink here, and we have to eat, stop, eat, drink, stop. When, when you're doing those kind of events, you have to have this much of every beer. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of new timers, they don't know about, they keep on drinking like oh but like that. Yeah, this no, is not this is not Budweiser. Somebody
1: will give them a fucking can like this, and they'll drink five of these. You're and, done, and they're done. Like if you're drinking a craft beer, you have to like somebody's like, hey, try my style. I'm gonna try this much, and if I like it that much, let me have a whole glass, and I know what I'm getting myself. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You have to go to certain place, certain with those booths, and it's like okay, okay, six glasses, okay. I'm gonna take a break, drink water, let's go get something to eat, pee, whatever, okay? Relax, okay? Let's go at it again and stuff. You just kept, I saw people tagging me, people just being passed out left and right. It's like, oh, he's a Budweiser drinker. Oh, yeah. he's a Corona drinker. Yeah. It, I just, you cannot be doing those.
1: That's, that happens very much in those weed events, too, man. You see really? People, yeah, you see people pass out. Like, you see people that, have, that don't know certain things are medicated or the, or, um, that you don't you don't know the the level of the dabs or the consistency and how hard it's gonna hit, and people are like, hey, free sample. They think it's Costco and shit. They're like, oh, really? free sample, free sample. And they fuck it, yeah. You know, we give you medicated free samples. I mean, I don't know, how, like now the regulations would be these days, and even before legalization after legalization, how, how strict it was. But yeah, that's how people would uh would really look at it, man. And I'd see people. I was actually like, let me t- let me share this story. So my first hemp con that I went to. I was, I was selling cars. This is when I was in college, and I was working for Young and Reckless. I was selling cars at a used car dealership. We fucking, me, and my, me and my cousin, who fucking worked at the same dealership, had sold so many cars to request a fucking weekend off. We're like, dude, we're going to do a big hemp con. This is the first time they allow smoking. This is a couple years back. Before I even knew anything about B-Real TV and this and that, I was already getting attacked. I got my first weed car at 18 years old. I'm 30 now. so Damn. I've been smoking consistently like that since then. Mm-hmm. So me and my cousin go, and we fucking rush in there. We're like, dude, this is the shit. We're fucking seeing these booths, and somebody gets me with a, hey, man, like, you know, some fucking OG ass who fucking sees me and my cousin. And my cousin looks OG. He's like, hey, homie, come take a dab. And I was like, well, fuck it. It's I was like, everybody else looks like a chat over here. Let me fucking take this dab real quick. So they give me this fucking dab, bro. And I remember I, didn't, I wasn't so used to taking dabs that I took that dab like a fucking, like a bong hit. You know how you
0: hold a bong hit? Yeah, yeah. Hold it in and people are like, bitch, is good shit. Like, you don't do that with a dab. Especially oh. when- the, Oh, yeah, okay. There's people who tell me like, they're asking me it's like, do you do you hold that in? Because I have people followers tell me- No, tell- no, 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 no. You don't hold in a dab. You don't hold it in
1: like a bong hit. That's the worst thing you could do because the, you're taking a fucking hit of something that has been raised to the heat temperature- that, uh, of like anywhere from 500 to 700 degrees. And at the time that I took this one, people were taking them when the nails were red and titanium. So that must have been at 750 to 800 degrees. So I took that hit and I'm like, I feel the fucking fire burning in my oh, chest. Oh, fuck, and, I, and right next to this booth was the first aid station, <laughs> ironically. Uh-huh. So I go and, be, and my cousin's like, what the fuck happened to this fool? And then he thinks I'm going to run into the first day station, And I'm like, nah, I ain't about to get caught slagging. So I go run behind it. <laughs> like, you know, I just go post up behind it. And I just remember just like huffing and puffing. And I felt like I was going to faint. I saw stars, you know, the little fucking... I see those a lot, bro. Like, every now and then certain shit will make me see them. But I kind of know how to calm down to make them go away. I'm like, all right, little y'all can get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> uh, was there any kind of like weed or anything that you did Where like, you're like, dude, I got fucked up bad
1: yeah, when I went um the edibles in the beginning, bro, I would fucking go heavy with those, but because I was Ooh. always smoking because here's the thing man I've been consecutively smoking the way I do all these years, and I always have because I always I was always working and I always you know you budget bro so I always had a budget for weed. And then I always, and then I sold weed for a, for a big part of my life, you know. like you know, and I, that's how I, I always had that bankroll for it. And I always, you know, it became a part. It became a part of my lifestyle, and I became friends from with growers, last blowers, and all this shit. And some of these people are some of the best in the game, thankfully. And. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been able to get a lot of good shit and become familiar with it. So I, I you know, I mean, I, I'm thankful to be around in that circle, that Cypress Hill circle where it's like, I get some really good shit.
0: I always see B-Rail. They always, people always talk about oh, B-Rail bro. smokes out hard. Dude. It,
1: it, yeah, bro. That's why people have this joke where they fucking, it's like, hey man, fucking listen to your dad. Cause they really think that like this, a lot of people are like, hey man, that's your, that's your fucking papi. And I'm just like, bro, I, I was like. I was like, call it what you wanted, bro. I was like, but y'all would trade spaces with me any day.
0: (laughs) Uh I just, uh, today, before you got here, I just subscribed to Dr. uh, Dr. Green Thumb podcast. What's the podcast you guys do? You just talk about crazy stories? His podcast? Yeah. Now it is, bro. We don't fucking do no, um, we don't
1: fucking do no, no fucking um, like regular interview. We have a guest. It's like, sometimes it's about aliens. Sometimes robots. Sometimes
0: I bring them. Epstein.
1: Yeah. Sometimes we talk about that. Sometimes we talk about uh, uh some stupid shit like uh, like uh, like one time I brought up this question I was like hey be real would you sock a gorilla for a million dollars or like you know like what Who? the fuck? or like our TVs and cell phones the same shit and I was arguing with him for a minute yeah. or like uh if I like like the like would you have a pet baby Yoda if you could and they are a be- pet baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> They argue with me because they say it's not a pet <laughs> Like, you know And they're like, it's a being And I'm just like, so what? Ted wasn't a fucking, you know Like, he wasn't a pet, but it was still like Kind of like a being So we go into different shit, and it just turned into like This
0: discussion, bro Damn, man just, like, I just, I'm just i gonna start listening uh, after, after we're done But, man, like all that stuff And everything, and uh, I was gonna tell you about uh, the different types of wax there's, there's different types of wax that you do? Um, there's different, yeah, so what it is is consistency, so you know, let me, to break it, I always
1: like to use metaphors or comparisons to break mm. things down, because uh, Martin told me this one time, he said, hey man, the way you break things down, he said, you could have been a good teacher, Holmes, you know what I mean, like, so like, I, I really believe that's my backup, I probably am qualified for it, but um, the one thing, the way I want to break it down is like, okay, so I used to, I used to use a lot of hair gel, and then, because I, different styles that I got into, there's, I found out there's different types, there's pomade, there's fucking oils, Gorilla. there's hairspray, there's glues, so those are all different consistencies, but it fucking falls under hair fucking beauty and fucking shit, right? Mm-hmm. So wax is the same thing as that term. There's different consistencies, so there's crumble, which is that shit that looks like butterscotch or like fucking uh like like block of cheese. Yeah, I seen that. That's that's crumble. That's one consistency. There's batter. It looks like uh like. Like the queso fresco, cause it's softer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's softer, and then there's sauce that looks like it has rocks in the bottom, and it looks like it, it. It looks like a teaspoon of fucking aceite masola. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean with yeah. like, And then there's uh there's oil, which is the shit you put in the pans. You know, like distillate and shit like that. The little yeah. fucking gold oil. Uh huh. There's diamonds which look like crack. Damn <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, bro. They look like crack, bro. Okay, like, okay. Like I swear, they look like, though. They look like like crystal, bro. They're like straight out crystal, but Like big ass shit. And fools will be dabbing it. There's rosin, which is shit. That, you're pretty when you when people say ro, flour rosin. I don't know who people did when they, when that came out. It was like you're you're uh using a plancha to get the oil out of the flour mm-hmm. instead of a uh, butane. And then there's hash rosin, which you put it through like a. A fucking washer machine to get that result. There's so many things, and there's hash, and there's there's
0: so many fucking consistencies, bro. Damn, man. It, I know you're
1: looking at me like, damn. How do you keep up with this, uh, I'm dude? Like,
0: I'm just I'm just like why, I'm just hearing you talk because I'm just trying to gather all this information. It's going in. I'm like it's go, it goes in my body. My lady's gonna <laughs> be like, oh man, fucking my baby, my baby dad is a fucking pothead, dude. Hey, fuck it, dude. And just I'm more relaxed and shit. And I was gonna talk about. I see you always do lies, and every time I do you mm-hmm. lies, like. Fucking blunt, unfiltered. That's what I fucking like, dude. I
1: thank you, man. As a, I, I always try to. Here's the thing, man. There's a there's a song where Eminem says, um, "I'm not Mr. Insync." He says that in a song, and that resonates with me so much because. I never really like to consider myself an influencer, you know, like I never mm-hmm. wanted to be like, even though I work with a lot of weed companies, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the type of individual that like somebody's going to be like, hey, use this and like I'll pay you this much and that's like, I got to really fuck with you. You know what I mean? To really like rep that brand, you mm-hmm. know, to really like wet my feet like that. And I I, I, I like to be unfiltered because all these quote unquote influencers and people that do that, like, they, they
0: put on a certain persona like they don't have bad days. You know what I mean? I, I don't mean, look at people who do quotes I always tell people Did you do that quote? Oh, no, I haven't Then why didn't you put that quote for? Like Yeah like, You know, like Like <laughs> Felipe Esparza says Man, people put quotes Now fuck quotes, man <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean In a sense, it's like Man, you're living by that Or that's identifying with you But it's just I, I like to really be Like I gotta show my wins and my and my And my mm-hmm. losses Yes I gotta let people know that Like A motherfucker like me That there's probably a lot of individuals back home, and they think that it's impossible. They're like, "I can't do it with this attitude." Yes, you can. It's just like you're not settling or losing self-respect. Like, I'm not gonna put on this fake facade, you know, like and let you guys know like what I'm doing or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I like, I'm unfiltered because I want people to know the real me. At the end of the day, like, I don't want people to fucking be like, "Oh, like he he pretends to be this person online." And you know this is when I met him. He's a he's a fucking asshole. It's like nah, It's like hey man, you see me being an asshole, and you see me be a good person. What you see is what you get. What you see is what you get, and what you approach him with is you know has a lot to do with it. And
0: that's one of the that's one of the reasons why I want certain people to come, on, come to come on my podcast because you're you for you and you're real and uh, and and that's what I like going on in your lives from time to time, seeing your honesty and uh, you know people always. Want to hear stories of winners and shit like that, but I want to hear stories of a person who's winning, but something happened, but he got his shit back together, and now he—it is redemption story. Everybody, That's what I
1: everybody want to follow that Instagram baddie that fucking got only fans, but nobody want to follow her when she get pregnant.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: straight up, it's yeah. like man, if you gonna ride with me, it's like you gonna ride with me through thick and thin. Whether the bus is short or it's a long bus, it doesn't matter, bro. Like. I I love all my people that fucking me, and that's like they've been there through the process of me me appearing to be like having it pretty good, and then they've seen me fucking go through my shit. But like they're still there for me. I
0: and I see you, and I and I follow you, and I see the stuff that you go. It's been it's been like a like almost like what a year and a half, almost two years. And and the first time I heard you was on George Perez stories, and I was like, dude, this guy's fucking badass. And you always have good stories to tell when you're on the GPS. But when I heard the story with you, when you were on Yo, 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 dude, it just, it made me understand Eason more. Thank you, man. I mean, that that was one of the
1: uh, interviews that really um, helped me open up a lot. Cause a lot yeah, of, it did. A lot of people don't really see me um, or, or they have a certain perception of me. And, and or they kind of like, oh, I got this guy figured out. And then they're like, what the fuck? This guy's doing this, then he's doing that, then he's doing this, and it's like, yeah, you, I'm, I'm Tasmanian Devil. You can't contain me in one spot. <laughs> that, yeah. And yeah, then, like I'm gonna, yeah, yeah I'm gonna begin. Uh, it's, it's. I, I realize that every time I make a different um, uh, move in my career, man. Like with me doing comedy, I had a lot of people embrace me, and then I had a lot of people say, "Oh, this motherfucker thinks he could do anything," and I'm like, you know what, bro? I didn't see you become fucking principal of the fucking, you know, the fucking comedy academy. You know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. Like I really like, you gotta follow through with all your shit, man. Be comfortable being your own biggest believer, and that way, whatever fucking people got to say don't matter to
0: you, bro. Hell yeah, I got a uh, uh, three more questions. How was it? How was it like interviewing John Sally and, and TJ Dillashaw? TJ Dillashaw's a cool ass motherfucker, bro. He, he that yeah.
1: fool is cool, bro. Like he, he's he's cool. He's cool, bro. Like he like he's one of the few people that I'm like, man. I was like, I can see why some people like. Look up to athletes because they're the living. Some of them are the living epitome of what a family man is supposed to be, no matter what it is. And he, the when I look at him, I was like, oh, "Fucking, it works out at home." He's a Has savage. Has a dope ass trainer. Mm-hmm. Spends time with his kid. Has a hot wife without the respect. <laughs> like, you do not know, you know, read it, uh, fucking, uh, you know, he's fucking doing this championship. Like, the homie, got my fucking support, dog. Like, I became a fan. Yeah, like, I became a fan. Fucking, from seeing that, like, like meeting that fool, like, like like see, like seeing him fight, okay, there's that athletic fan. But when I met him, I was like,
0: damn, this was cool. When he comes back to USC, man, he's oh, yeah. gonna fucking kill everyone. Oh,
1: man, hey, TJ, I swear, bro, we gonna cold you up on that... Get
0: those tickets Yeah. Get those those tickets Fucking favor You said At the end of the interview bro Yeah (laughs) yeah He's gonna fucking kill everyone And how How was it uh, Interviewing John Sally? He has that voice He has that talk
1: He's um He's kind of (laughs) He's like (laughs) He's like Tom Morgan Freeman bro (laughs) (laughs) He's like Like he's the only person That I saw Come through the door That had to bust one of these And just like Put their head down And uh He's a he's a stoner, bro. He's a, he's a real stoner. I didn't he's, know he was a vegan. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a big vegan, bro. I I tried my I've tried going uh, eight months without eating meat. It's cool, but I had to go back. Like I had. It's like, hard, huh? It's hard, bro. Like I'll go back every now and then. and I'll take breaks, but John Sally's one of the coolest motherfuckers ever, bro. Like he's a very chill dude, a real smoker. Like well, he can out the average person type shit. He can hang with us. Really? Yeah. Wow. No way. There's a lot of basketball players that smoke, bro. I about we got, it, like, you know who's another big, Matt Barnes? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. His podcast is dope.
1: Yeah, he fucking talks, bro. Like, one time he showed up, and and we were uh, flavor-tasting, and we had, like, I think 12 joints that we were going to taste. Uh-huh. So we sat through, through all 12 joints, just fucking smoking them with us, just... Doesn't oh. he can smoke, bro? He's a real ass dude. Fucking John Matt. Sally's the same way. Fucking Matt Barnes. And then yeah, John Sally is a funny dude too. You know he's tall ass motherfucker though, bro.
0: I was gonna talk about when you when B real invited. Uh, I know he had Tyson on, but when he invited Joe, <laughs> he got fucking baked. Yeah,
1: bro, we obliterated him, bro. Here's the thing, man. I have a. There's a story. There's a part two to that story. Oh, fucking tell because me! Because I saw him at the comedy store that same night. Oh, yeah, right, so, yeah. So we did that interview. I already knew. Like, listen, I'm gonna tell you guys this, and this is no talking shit about any other comedians out there. There's very few of you guys out there that do comedy that can really smoke, smoke the way you really do. That yeah, was it. yeah. Like, there's, there's really like, I, you know, like for example, like Doug Benson. I obliterated him one time when I gave him a dab. He thought he he was down with the dabs, and then I gave him some dabs. That shit fucked him up. And if you look at that, if you look at that fucking smoke box, homie looks out of it because I fucked him up. <laughs> and I got in trouble because of that. From B-Roy, he was like, "Don't dab because the, they, they don't smoke. Some of them don't smoke like they really do." Oh shit! I was like, man. I mean, you know, but that, just, that was just one example, man. But uh, so Joe Rogan goes in there, and he, you know, he might smoke stuff here and there. But we gave him some insane OG, which is B Real signature fucking weed and um, very high potency indica. We're all smoking this shit in the car. I start noticing he starts getting obliterated because there's no the smoke. How how can you tell? Because the smoke is lingering and it's I, all closed in. It's, it's closed in, and he was very energetic before he went in, there and you just start seeing it slow down. And I don't know if this is like a white people thing, but you could always tell when shit you start getting red, bro. Like you you, you, you always tell, bro. Like the <laughs> like you start getting very red. Like, this shit lingers, bro. Like, my pigments ain't that light, so you can't really tell, you know? Like, so, and then when he gets out, you see that he's out of it, bro. He's just, like, out of it. They, he takes a bunch of pictures, and he does all these things, and he can't wait to leave. Are you serious? He can't wait to Like, you can tell he can't wait to just get the fuck out of there. So, that night, I go to the comedy store with Side Dick, and we are, we're hanging out, and, um... We get invited to the back room where, like, Rogan and Chappelle and all the headliners kick it, Chappelle? Secret, the secret, the secret oh, bar. man. Bro, so fucking Joe Rogan is sitting there with some chick. And uh, me and Eddie are just, we're like, bro, we have no business being in that bar. This is only for headliners. But we know the wow. bartender there, right? So yeah, like, yeah, She's the homegirl. And she knows GPS. And GPS has brought us there. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we're just hanging out. And then I was like, bro. Today I was like, I was like, to, I was like, he, he's like, look Rogan. He's like, that's like he was telling me, he's a like, look Rogan. That's the life, right there, bro. Talking to this chick, fucking just sitting right there, fucking drinking beer, drinking the drink. He has this little fucking hat on. And I was like, hey man, I'm gonna go talk to him, bro. He should remember me as a first He's like, nah, bro. Like he's like, we're gonna get kicked out of there, bro. Like because we're not supposed to be in there, you know. But like we're just in this little table, and I was just like, man. So I walked up to him. I was like, hey, bro. I was like, I was like, so how you feeling, like? Just all nonchalant, just next to the bar. How you feeling, bro, after, uh, you know, after that smoke? And I, I, I could have sworn he was still high because he looks at me, and he gave me, i like, who the fuck is Then he fucking snapped back. Like he was like, oh, oh, shit. He was like, bro, I have not fucking touched that. And he's like, I don't think I'm going to touch that for a minute. Like, his eyes were still red, bro.
0: Wow.
1: But he, I mean, he had a beer, he had a set that night, and I just remember, he, like, I, every time I run into him, I was bringing it up, I was like, did you finish that weed yet? Because he got, he got like a Macy's-sized bag of weed. Like, the Christmas Macy's. Oh. Yeah, the, the fucking holiday shit.
0: Fucking be real, dude, those, the, dude, those... Damn, I just can't believe it, dude. I know, right? Like fucking Mike Tyson, um, he's another motherfucker too, man. That's what's up. Uh, so we're almost getting to the end of the uh, the podcast. For for all the weed people, the, the the wax people, what do you uh what do you recommend? Uh what kind of type of weed or what type of stuff, you know, people, you know, they'd be listening and be like, hey, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try this.
1: Like if you really have no idea where to start and you wanna go to a dispensary that's very uh, you know, that has a that has a very good reputation and is is really about the quality and what the, what they give their uh, their patients and their consumers. You can check out any of the Doctor Green Thumb dispensaries to start off. They have everything there from topicals. Cause here's the thing: if you have out, if you have pain, muscle pain, and all this shit, and yes, like, and you don't want to get high and you have trouble sleeping, CBD and CBD topicals might be the move for you. Anything CBD if you don't want to get the fucking high effect. If you want to fucking go ahead and get, and you have kids and you need to fucking uh, escape, but you don't know how to do this shit, the same way you fucking drink your secret cocktails when the kids fall asleep early, it's the same way you could take edibles. You just start at very small dosages. They start at 10 milligrams. So mm-hmm. start at the smallest dosage and start filling it out for all the people that don't want to smoke, smoke. Mm-hmm. For anybody else, uh, you know, that fucking doesn't want to fucking, uh, that doesn't want to smoke weed and uh they want to take it There's also Cannabis cannabis oil Pills uh, as well too So you can take those Where you don't want to smoke But there's not really That many ways That you could really Go about it Because you can make Daniel your everything Medicated mm-hmm. But you have to figure out What type of individual You are And what kind of weed Works for you So mm-hmm. the best thing I can advise you to do Is you try it at home you try sativa Try indica You try hybrid See yeah. where you See where you fucking
0: I was gonna tell you What does hybrid do? Best of both
1: worlds It's like a speedball
0: Got that To be all like hyperactive It's
1: like me smoking It's like me uh, Smoking a joint And drinking an espresso shot It,
0: Whoa. it, it feels good bro <laughs> I had that one time Cause someone told me like, You want a hybrid? I said like, yeah I'll try it They're like Dude I'm like everywhere It's like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah Yeah it's like Did I just have fucking Like 10 monsters? Yeah no it's uh it hybrid is best of both worlds. Hybrid is
1: like if you're already if you're already familiar with Indica and Sativa. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would just say like take baby steps to anybody out there that's curious to try and smoke, smoke weed. Don't smoke with any asshole or fucking bitch. Yes, please. That's going so. to fucking be like, oh, can't we just see when it gets so high? You don't want that piece of shit around it, bro. You want to smoke and chill and try it around people that treat you the like, same way Mega Man has treated me here on this podcast it's yeah, been man. very great it's been very chill I'm comfortable I'm, you know what I mean there's, there's yeah. no bad vibes so I'm just saying it's like yeah, man. it's the same thing when it's, it's, if you want to have a good
0: experience that's how you do it you, you go by people's energy huh like, I
1: do I'm a very big oh guy, hell uh, me too yeah I'm oh, a yeah. very big energy person
0: yeah I'm always like that I'm always nice to everyone and stuff um, do you have any last words or any shout outs before we log off um, yeah man uh, shout out to everybody that tuned in
1: and listened uh, thank you for thank you to Mega Man for having me on here it's been long it's been long due and we just scratched the surface so I'm down to come back any other time mm-hmm. um, shout out to Craft Beer Kings for the beer hell yeah you know always doing their thing uh, for all my merch uh, and all my fucking stuff that I you know that, that that I create shirts fucking novelty items any stuff that you see that I fucking have for sale my candles and all that stuff go to flavorsbyezone.com or high and hungry.shop. And if you haven't watched High and Hungry yet, that's my YouTube series on B Real TV where I'm kind of like Anthony Bourdain mixed with uh Guy Fieri, mixed with a, mixed with a
0: little bit of weed.
1: Alright, alright. Yeah. It's know? like those two people and we go around and we do the same shit that they did, but we review it in places that I know that my fellow stoners and people who enjoy a good munchie will appreciate. So you can check that out at <laughs> high and hungry TV on Instagram. And just go to YouTube and type in "High and Hungry" and you'll see all the episodes on
0: there. One last thing before we leave, I know we're I know you're <laughs> limited on time. When you go to these places to go eat, did you when you're so when you go out smoked out high, did you have to do any food challenges? Thank God, no. That's a,
1: no, 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 I never signed up for that. Good. Oh, One time, that is, and it's voluntary, Dave's Hot Chicken. I tried the hottest fucking chicken there. Oh my God, it hurt going in and it hurt
0: coming out. Oh, my God. Well, you heard it here first. Everyone, follow my boy e from Be Real TV. Follow him on Instagram at... Where can everyone follow you at? Ezone the firm. It's Ezone D-A-F-I-R-M. And also, check out High and Hungry TV. And also, we'll get to the part two because we didn't talk about his stand-up comedian. We, we didn't talk about all that. Oh, part. yeah,
1: definitely, bro. I mean, I'm definitely... I'm, shit, we'll fucking do it next...
0: Whenever you got time, bro. And everyone, uh, get his album, Under Pressure. Uh, on. thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Thank you, man. Hell yeah! And uh, please subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the Mega Man's podcast better. You can follow. You can find my podcast on Apple, uh, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, you know, PodBeam, Anchor, uh, the whole nine yards. Uh, once again, Ezon, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. All right, guys, we're out, guys. Late, cool.